everybody. Welcome back to Cool Games, Inc., video game design podcast from Polygon.com. I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. Nick, bad news. Bad news, Nick. What's the matter? It's time for the bad news, boys, with Griffin and Nick. Horses have gone extinct. I figured if I sang it, it might sort of soften the blow for people sure. out there of the, who are sort of an equine nature, whether yeah. they are, maybe they're riders, maybe that's just their fursona. Mm-hmm. It's still a fursona if horses don't really have fur, they just They have, have a short hair anyway, situation. Uh, here's the problem. Horse hockey! Ex- exclamation point. Mm-hmm. It was a profound success. Critical, mm-hmm. commercial, so much so that the, the demand for ponies... Our reach exceeded our grasp, by, sure. which, by which I mean our consumption of ponies exceeded. We didn't set two aside, did we? No, you got to keep one boy one and one girl one usually just in case. And that I, was our bad. I played a lot of pocket card jockey, and I sort of know how the inner workings operate. Um, and, so, and that's on me. Like, I was aware of the situation, and I didn't fucking step up and do something about it. Is there... So normally when we when we run out of a resource mm-hmm. on this planet, we yeah. usually can scrounge something up. Is there any sort of like Jeez. equine fracking we can do to just get into the dirt and see if there's any any little guys running around down there? Maybe. I mean, we could always, uh, and this is going to sound just like grizzly, but we could always just peel a zebra and <clears throat> yeah. if you get the stripes off there, then it could be anything now we're gonna have to put something we're gonna have to put something back on there now maybe yeah this might be a glass half full glass half empty situation but i would rather add layers to the zebra than to peel than strip it raw maybe we paint in the the white parts like a darker color i feel like i'd be able to tell yeah you think it would like the matte versus the shininess of the paint would really if your couch has a bunch of striped stains on it you don't Mm -hmm. say well, now I'm going to paint in the rest of it. That's insane. You remove the skin of the couch and you put you just put new stuff on there. It's called upholstering. Oh, so we're going to upholster the most horse-like animals that we that are still left. And now are we going to throw them right back into the arena for sport purposes or are we going to let them roam free and maybe learn from our our hubris? Um can we do both? Let's get let's if we find I think if we find 3 then one of them can can be used for for what we want, and the other two can make more. Yes. Um. Let's let's let the scientists figure this one out, huh? Yeah, I think it's not really our problem. We're businessmen. Ethics is not really our concern. We create the time. games here, people. We create mm-hmm. the games that consume the zebras like a hungry fire to tender. Um. But uh, I think we should maybe just keep it in mind this time. Yes. When we're Let's try not to completely bankrupt. exhaust a species yeah. if, we can, if we can avoid it. Then again, if we have a good, a good idea is a good idea. That's true. Beggars can't be choosers. Poe Buddy's nerfed. Exactly. That's what I always say. Um, oh, we got some ideas in this week. Uh, and I'd like to start, if you don't mind, uh, with this idea from CN Monoxide, who says... A game where you run the most popular Flat Earth Society Instagram account. You're going to have to start from the fucking beginning and walk me through it like a child. Because mm-hmm. I'm, guess- I'm guessing this is a group of individuals who are excited about the idea that maybe what we know about the shape of the Earth is... Or what we uh, think we know. Okay. My uh, my girlfriend actually was uh, took a like an Uber the other day. And uh, she told me when, when she arrived at our destination... 
She's like, so this driver uh, spent the entire ride showing me flat earth videos on his phone and telling me all about how the government doesn't want you to know that the earth is flat. And also was like showing me clips of the Simpsons where they predicted that Trump would run for president. <laughs> and that was oh, how the, just a 15 minutes of this man trying to convince her that the earth was flat. Is so clearly Uber, they're, they're a passionate base. Is Uber allowed to do that? Are you allowed to do that? Because I, I thought it was like a haunted house. If you don't touch them, they won't touch you rules. Like if you mm-hmm. don't show them flat earth. Was your girlfriend showing the Uber driver flat earth videos? No, he, he just like was pulling it up on his phone and handing it to her and being like, hey, watch this one. Watch this one next. I don't think they screen for that. Well, yet. they should. They should. They should. They should probably just check. And then also put the fucking phone down. No, put Griffin, that phone you- down. Don't Google search things while you're driving. You, something you bring up a lot is this idea of a square Earth Yeah, that I know you're really into. If you could just elaborate on that for our audience. All right, listen. There's seven continents, right? Mm-hmm. But really, six. Basically. Because Alaska is just ice. Or well, what's, it, what's the big one? It's, Ala- it's Alaska. Ant- Antastica. It's Arkalaska. Um, yeah, so that one's like, nobody's on that. Um, mm-hmm. There's six sides on a cube. Um, and, and let me step outside of the fiction of the joke and let me say that I went on a Google street view journey through Antarctica the other day. Mm-hmm. It's pretty tight. You should give it a try sometime. Anyway, fuck okay. that continent. Six continents, right? Six sides to a die, six oceans. It just makes sense. Doesn't it? It makes more sense. Yeah. It's one of those things where the more you think about it, it seems less believable that it would be a big circle. Cause so why I'm, would they do that? Right. So why would they do that? And, but also I know there's only four oceans. I was counting the Caspian sea. And mm-hmm. I was cast. I was counting Lake Huron. Right, those are big enough that they're they're oceans to me. Um, really, if you can't see the other shore, this is my new rule, and I've been thinking about this for a while. And I'm glad I finally have a platform to do my own little flat flat Earth stump speech. If you are standing at the uh, wet lip of a body of water, it's my favorite Sum Forty One song. And you cannot see the other shore on the other side of it. Ah, uh, that's an ocean. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all it takes. I mean, beyond that point, like, what what is the meaningful difference to a human right. being? Right. Tell me that. Tell me that. I can't swim across the fucking thing because I'll dr- I'll drown. Like, if I would if I would drown it, well, that's a bad metric. I think the sight lines thing is the is the way to go because you you stand on like stand on one end of Lake Michigan, can't see the other side. I'll never swim across the thing. That's an ocean. But like a a pond or a, like a uh crater lake in uh in uh oregon you you can see the other side of that that's that's just a lake that's right. i'm fine with that i'm fine with that i'm not saying all big body i'm saying if you can't see the other side but how do you know it even ends you know yeah exactly some of those some of those uh big old lakes they got like waves that's an ocean, that's an ocean. if you ask me if the moon can control the the rise and fall of the tide that's a, then we're talking about an ocean we are. Um, do you want uh, one that I have here? Yes. What do you got? Got one here, and uh, this one was sent in by Mad King Bill and Better on Twitter, who says, The Pounding Fathers Duel in 1776. Okay. Now, is this a... I think we need to clear something up right off the bat. Is I this wish... A, yeah. Well, where, do you, where do you want to where do you want to take this? Because I'm going to let you steer this ship. This is your you chose this one. Something about oh, it I see what you're you. saying. We got two. We're going down. You and I are in a kayak, right? Mm-hmm. And this is a wild, unpredictable river that we're uh-huh. going down. And there's a fork in the road, mm-hmm. and one says, "There's a sign," 
a rickety old sign painted by one a woodsman, and there's an arrow pointing left, and over that arrow it says "punch pounding." Yeah, but then there's another there's another arrow, another perhaps more interesting sign. Yeah. Um, ding dong pounding is the other one. DDP. Uh, so, I'm worried one of these is a waterfall that we won't be able to climb back up from. Oh, we, we can see the we can see the DDP waterfall for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to steer us in the other direction. I don't actually. So I think it's uh, pistols, right? Like pis- okay. pistols, Weehawken, uh, Dawn, and I think I like the idea of a dueling game. I've always liked that that like Bushido Blade, um, Ultimate Warrior, or Deadliest Warrior. Um, idea of like you get hit once, you get no scoped once, then you're you're done because that is that is how it worked for Alexander Hamilton. You just get no scoped by Burr like one time and that's it, just one hit KO. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that idea. I think it, as like a Vive game, which we took a week off so we can put our toes right. back in that water. Um, that would be dope as fuck, wouldn't it? That'd be really cool if you had to like actually turn around and then really quickly aim. And blast them, right? Just yeah, blast them. and that's like now we're into some snow crash shit, right? So maybe there's like dedicated online servers, and you have like an online persona. Sure. And if you get if you get got, you lose your like ranking, you lose your avatar. Maybe, maybe you can't get back on that server ever again. Maybe that, or maybe just like you start off with like a basic ass avatar, and you earn gold every time you win a duel, and so like you can buy these like more increasingly uh, opulent gear so you mm-hmm. see a, a a gunslinger with like a dope ass duster and like some neon goggles and they've got a their ears are gauged and they just look like the future I like but that. then but then you and you're like come on tough guy i want to take you on They're like Psh, you don't want to take me on and you then, don't want to take on sheriff dead mouse and but then sheriff dead mouse would probably drop you but if you can take him down you get all his gold oh you scoop Fuck. it on up this sounds really good. It almost reminds me, like, I know back in the day, like, Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 online servers, there would be servers where people would just, like, not use any guns, uh, walk up to each other, and then, like, they had this informal system they developed of, like, you would bow in front of someone to begin a duel, and then you would just have a super fucking wild lightsaber yeah. fight. I, I'm, okay, we gotta stop. I'm gonna take out, let me reach in the drawer, get in a pin, I'm gonna pin this one. Not about, yeah. Let's, I, think, let's I, think, I think we should need to institute a pinning policy. Because we have this tendency to get, like, hung up on shit. And this might be the idea, but I want to definitely explore some other waters. Okay. Well, let's let's see what else we got. Here's one from KF Grip on Twitter who says, I, I put it like, do you know Wake Up Club on the PlayStation Vita? Uh, is that the one that's an alarm game? And if yeah. You, okay. And, like, you uh, you kind of get woke. There's, a, there's multiplayer functionality and there's, like, achievements for having a streak. This is Wake Up Club, but with guns. Yeah. That would wake you up, wouldn't it? It would wake you up if you... I don't I don't understand. Is it the virtual guns, yeah? Yeah. Well, okay. mm, Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably, probably. Although I'm thinking if you get like a fun... I just feel like a peripheral, and I'm imagining this is also a Vita game somehow, that plugs in via maybe micro USB to your Vita that is uh, like one of those, I would say probably like a high-end... Like the you know those super nice airsoft guns you can get in Japan that are just indistinguishable from the real thing. I wouldn't know. If, I don't think I would call those super nice, but yeah, oh, I'm familiar with the concept. They're very nice. Okay. Um, I'm thinking it's one of those. Maybe they rig it up with some sort of uh, very high intensity speaker. 
that'll this wake is you a right gu- up. Okay, you're, you're, you're de- this is a gun you're describing then. Um, yeah, and it, well, I know, it's not a gun, but it's got like a loudspeaker, it makes a very gun-like sound, and maybe we could hook it up so that it shoots some sort of projectile. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, um, this, is a, this is a bad and definitely felonious idea. That was okay. all... Uh, that was all fair use parody. Uh, I got one here from Christian Ang, the Christian Ang on Twitter. He says, the Stanley parable, but the narrator is the player's mom or dad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, your real mom or dad? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you do? Okay. You want me to read this? Okay. You wake up at the computer and you like, you, this is your life. You work in an office building. And you gotta go in a straight line. You gotta go to the boss's office, or else you gonna get fired. Oh, don't go off the path. Oh, don't get off the path. I there's got a, a lot of stuff I gotta t- talk to you about, about video game design. There's a left door and a right door. Go right, go in that left door, Thomas. It's about the illusion of choice, Thomas. You get it, Thomas? I, your mother asked you to go in the left door, and you went in the right door. There's no video game here, Thomas. <laughs> What are we we doing a uh it's like a one of the, the Charlie Kaufman things is that what this is we're doing here sounds all right to me we could, could I don't I don't particularly care for his movies Thomas <laughs> Thomas you're alone now it's Thomas was alone <laughs> oh, okay I haven't played I haven't played that game so I'm going to stop making jokes about it it <laughs> seems safe um hmm hmm I like that idea. Maybe we, maybe that's a mod. Do you know what I mean? Maybe that's not a standalone thing. Maybe that's just a patch to the existing Stanley Parable. Because I think that's kind of a game experience you play once, right? And what, how could we revive Thomas Was Alone DLC? Um, yeah, no, I think it's a, I think it's a solid gold hit. And it's like those books where it's like, put your dumb kid in the books and it's like, and you can tell like that, that whenever it says oh, the name, yeah, yeah. it's like, like that episode of Arthur where they, you get a VHS tape back mm-hmm. that has just like yeah. a poorly cut out JPEG you of your dumb child's face. You know that? Do I? More than one on this podcast. And that's like, okay. I've done like th- six years of Mabim Bam and I think we've never mentioned Arthur and we've I been doing I- this one for a few months now and it's we're at two yeah so um yeah it would be like that or it'd be like you open up the door and you thomas see that i like that idea because i <laughs> is the thomas ye- like is that a recording of your your parents yelling it yeah so i like see the thing about the only way for this to really work is for the developers to be willing to put in the legwork to reach out to your parents on your behalf do a little bit of sleuthing and and kind of get the because it's it's not going to be cool if you have to submit it yourself, right? It's only cool if you buy it's the a game. Surprise, yeah. And then there's three to five days later, it shows up in your Steam account, very slightly customized by. And then your maybe own, you can upload all of the voice files for other people to play around with. Mm-hmm. And then there's like some sort of ranking system, like oh man. Linda, you got to do you got to do the Linda. Got to do Linda. It completely changes the experience. Yeah. Um, here's one from actual Anna on Twitter <laughs> who suggests decade at Bernie's, okay. which I, I like because it, it ups the chat. Like video games are, if there's one thing games are good at, it's starting out easy and then accelerating the difficulty. We can at Bernie's, that's the first two levels, right? Keeping this, keeping this dead guy around convincingly for a couple of days. But as time goes on, that gets tougher and tougher and tougher. It's yeah. almost, it's almost, I'm almost imagining like a, uh, 
a, a roguelike situation where you can get different different perks, different gear over the course of different, it. Could, different bones. Different bones, yeah. He's going to, like, after a while, I don't want to get too horrifying here. Oh, he's going to come apart. There's going to be... Oh, I really don't want to be gross yeah, I don't here, be, but I don't. I get, be, I get what you're. Hesitating. I don't want to get yucky here, but it's there's going to be. A, oh, it's going to come gonna right off the bone, isn't it? Oh, like a barbecue situation, slow roasted. It's going to be slow roasted Bernie sauce, and it's going <laughs> to be, it's going to suck. <laughs> it is. This, this is a co-op game, then, right? One of you is the Andrew, what's his fuck, and Steve, <laughs> Ju- Juicyberg. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that right there is going to save us a lot of a lot of licensing fees. So what are some of the what are what do you think are some of the upgrades that you can apply to Bernie? I think you could uh, obviously a mummification thing would be really helpful to just kind of stall yeah, the whole process. To, Maybe wrap him in saran wrap. Honest to God, just like a garbage bag. <laughs> they that would really. I I've never seen the movies, but if it's just them trying to like get a dead body from point A to point B, just put that man in a garbage bag. Well, that's. I think a big part of the conceit of the films is that they're trying to convince people that that Bernie's alive. And I've always, I've also not seen the movie Griffin, but I've always imagined that there's a major puppeteering component to what they're doing. I guess, yeah. But like, I, he's dead. People are gonna know. You just <laughs> pu- just throw him away. Maybe the solution then is is not to try to improve the the realism of this dead body, but just surround yourself with extremely gullible people. Did they kill Bernie? (laughs) (laughs) There's some reason they need to... Here's the thing. There's a reason they need people to think he's alive. And usually when that happens to you, it's because you killed somebody, right? And they killed him, but they're they're hosting a cop party that night. And if that's the case, boys, those cops are going to smell that something's off. Put 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 him in a garbage bag. Dogs or cops are like dogs, I think, in that they're trained. They're trained specifically for these types of situations. Yeah. There's a day at cop school that's like, look out for Bernie, goofs. They, yeah, they want you to be prepared for that. They just got a, a cadaver smelling day. This is, you know, we tried. It's still gross. So maybe we maybe we move on. Uh, I got this one sent in by Uncle Soap at uh, El Hananbi on Twitter. Who says Twitter policy change simulator? Okay, that's a good one. I imagine this would be tantamount to um, like a firefighting simulator where you're a firefighter and it's your own house that's on fire and there's a billion people inside your house. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, none of the people want really to be rescued n- in no, any way. No, yeah, there. I mean, all of them want to be rescued, but they can't because they're so hopelessly in the house. Uh huh. And if they leave the house, then they don't get to see the people in the house anymore. But anyway, the fucking house is on fire. Well, I'm just imagining that these people are also the type of people who will likely, like, you spray a little bit of water. And they're like, oh, now, now you ch- you changed it. Now no, the room's all wet. I, like, I wanted it to be more on fire. Well, there would certainly be people like that. And those would be the people who are um, feeding the fire from inside, keeping it going, keep making sure it's mm-hmm. bigger, pushing other people into it. Anyway, there's all this fire. You're a firefighter, and it's your firefighter Twitter house, um, and you have a big hose full of water. But then you just kind of roll that one back up, and you do a little bit of gardening. Mm-hmm. You fucking idiots. <laughs> what? Well, so I'm I'm in this metaphor that I think you're painting. I'm assuming. That the water is all my good tweets that I spray all over everyone in the house every every no, day I log the, on to Twitter.com, right? The water is the switch, that the physical switch that exists at Twitter 
the company, the building, mm-hmm. the company building of Twitter, the president of build the 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 president of the building, who I think is is, is Jeff Bezos or is he the Amazon guy? I I think Jack Dorsey is the guy Jack you're thinking. Dorsey. I'm imagining he just sits a, in a room. His a, office is just a chair, yeah. and across from him. In this in this room is just an enormous what looks like a gigantic light switch. Yeah, yeah. and every day and he contemplates it. And that switch is labeled. It's a long label, but it's like the switch is set to off. But the label on the switch says, "If someone says they're gonna fucking murder somebody on Twitter, then they disappear from Twitter." But it's turned off right now. And every day, Jack Dorsey just looks at it and says, "Like, mm, I'm just Not gonna leave today. it off." We got a lot of exciting new changes, guys. All your DMs are going to be public accidentally, and you're never going to be sure who can see what shit. Can you please make it so when people say I'm going to fucking murder you in your house, that they're not allowed on the program anymore, the software. Now you get an, instead of getting an email six days later, it said, "Mm, we thought about it, and that's, we think that's good, actually. We think it's good that they can say that on their team. What the fuck, Jack? (laughs) It's not so good. Your service sucks yeah not great um (laughs) (laughs) you got another one i do uh here's one from uh someone how many spider-mans on twitter sky machine on twitter uh who suggests only one man enters but two men leave Interesting. Which I think is a fun reversal. Are we of, talking about of, Multiplicity the movie? I think for me what's what's more fun is a um a mitosis. Is that the word? A mitosis situation? Yeah, mito- mitosis, mitomo. Oh, me that's well there we go. Ship it. Um how how what's the game here though? Is this this just sort of seems like a like a art, like a visual art thing. Right. How do we how do we gamify this? Hmm. I really like uh, mechanics in games like the cherry in Super Mario 3D World, where you pick it up and then you have two characters. Right, and then it, by the end of it, that you're in situations where you've got like eight Mario's running around hopping on. Well, how how crazy can we get that though? Like, let's let's go way up that old Fibonacci sequence. All right, and start rocking, start rocking and rolling with like 118,000 little Mario's, and they're just running running hog wild. Well, let's. So we gotta. We'll we'll plan for this, right? We'll make it a low poly character from the jump, so that it it's it can kind of expand in that way. Uh, but where does the fu- where does the fun lie in this? Like, what's what's special about this? Maybe it just won't be fun. Maybe it's just not a fun game, and that's okay. We get we they can't all be winners. Do you want to do a, a quick speed round? Because I've got a lot of good ones here, but I feel yeah. like so like I can't. I, we've been talking and joking and just fucking mind hating twitter so much uh i but while we've been doing that i've been thinking about this dueling game like the whole time um i think we should just speed run it and okay see what we can rapid do. fire and maybe we'll find something there maybe we'll find something there that's maybe like i'm open better. to it okay uh here's one from coolgary.net on twitter who says fruit canal okay now is that is we already we've done dentistry pretty recently so i'm imagining so this is recently more, like more way like too a, recently uh, of a like super specific topic uh-huh. um Jason Tasso says, Super Smash Mouth Bros. Okay. Name the members of Smash Mouth. Those are the playable characters. There's, uh, there's the Gordo. No one can. There's Gordo. Yeah, there's Guy Fieri. We <laughs> <laughs> got all of them. All both of them. Um, here's one uh, from Even Weirder Move on Twitter who says, Lotion Tycoon. 
Um, I could be into that. Like maybe you run a bed, bed, bed Bath and Beyond. No, not Bed mm-hmm. Bath and Beyond. What's the one that Bath and Body Works? Yes, yeah, so it was one of the other B multi acronym ones. Here, let me tell you about my mall I had growing up, the Huntington Mall. Let me mm-hmm. tell you about the arrangement of the stores. KB Toy Stores, right next to a Borders, right next to a Babbage's, right next to a Bed Bath and Beyond. Like, first of all, that's a lot of bees. There's right. a lot of bees in there. Um, but more importantly, it's like, I'm going to go get toys. And then you go in the toy store and you buy some toys. And it's like, I feel guilty about how many toys I bought. I better improve myself with some book learning. You go buy some books. And it's like, ah, f- books are shit. I'm going to go play video games instead. You go get some video games. And then you would just go next door to the the BBW and you would, well, that's not the. That's not the correct acronym. Um, and then you I get do- like that smell. And it always smelled so good good in there right and i think that's kind of i feel like between those four stores you kind of have like all of maslow's hierarchy of needs covered like yeah, you got yeah, yeah. Ed- learning self-actualization lotions mm-hmm. good smell think, yeah so are you customizing are you customizing the the lotions are you in the r&d department is do you get to get that granular with Man, it i could i could really enjoy that mm-hmm. um i mean we would need some this is like this this joke if you even call it that of like a peripheral that per, that emits smells, yeah. I feel it's not like a joke. Every, yeah, it's not a joke. It's like something that like it's a bad. Just it's, every it's other those, like, CES they've had that. Yeah, it's like one of those patently bad ideas that like I don't know. I don't. I don't know that I want to explore it too much. It feels. It feels uh, rote to me. I I agree with that. Although I think the the thing like smelling like smoke while you're playing a game where you're shooting a gun is not interesting to me but what is interesting to me is a peripheral that has kind of a base collection of 50 or more scents and in game as you're sort of adjusting the ratios of them yeah getting to actually test that no, out that in real life good. and i would love to sp- i mean i would i wish there was a candle this would be so meta but i wish there was a candle just called bath and body works oh where it's just they it's almost like the uh the mystery flavor of Airheads, which I always assumed was just they mix them all together. They just mixed all those shits together, yeah. Yeah. I mean, also, I love the idea, too, of, like, with this peripheral, if my friend was like, hey, like, if Griffin, you send me a message, like, hey, you gotta take out this really cool smell, I stayed up all night crafting the smell, and I can smell that smell on yeah. my end. Maybe it can blast out in either an aerated form to just, like, make your office smell like whatever, mm-hmm. or a liquid form to get sort of a parfum. Yeah. So, like, you're going out for the night, and you're like, buddy, 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 yo, Nick, make me a smell, dog, got a hot date. And you're like, sure thing, idiot. Garbage. Sure, right, uh, gotcha, now you need to shower yeah. again. Yeah. Well, conversely, though, you even if you make me a good smell, and yeah. if my date goes bad, I it's going to be hard for me to not blame you on some level for that. I guess that's true. And let me, spoiler alert, at some point during the evening, your date would be like, do you live in Bath and Body Works? <laughs> Because that's 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 how you smell. Well, I think she would ask that, but maybe not with that tone. I think most people would be excited to to get. To you spend live some time at Bath and Body Works. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, um, I got I got one here. It's from Caviac or Ca- yeah. Caviacs on Twitter. Um, who says laser tag with everyone wearing a Vive? Some obstacles in the real arena aren't shown in VR <laughs> and vice versa. Wait, stream for max profits. Yes. Oh, that's very good. I know uh, our our colleague Charlie Hall recently went to like some some super. It's run by a magician. Like it's literally run oh, by the a retired ri- magician. The rift. Yeah, the ri- Yeah, that 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 weird thing where you put on a VR headset, but like everything is represented. What that fellow has not explored is like I want to 
I want a fully immersive situation where 99% of what I see is real, but then it's got, like, the classic Doom or Wolfenstein thing where some of the walls you can just straight up walk through and find secrets. Or, no dog. How cool would that feel? You're, yes, that would be very cool. You know what would be very, very cool? Me not playing it, watching a stream of this as somebody runs fucking full force speed into like some pyramid on the ground and falls over because it didn't show up in their (laughs) virtual screen. Yep. Or like maybe so instead of this just being like, let's prank some motherfuckers because who would hop like I don't think anyone would opt into that. I think what's fun is like. Your your opponents and you are both equipped with a gun where you can shoot objects and make them invisible. Do you know what I mean? So they're objects that really exist, but by shooting them, your opponent can't see them any longer. So that they, oh man, that's good. And, you have like, and vice versa, right? You could like put up a wall where there's not really a wall. So this is almost becoming like, this is almost becoming like, um, like a funhouse mirror game where like the villain has you cornered in the funhouse mirror but you don't know like he's all around you but you don't know like which one's actually him and you run full force into a ball and me watching at home i go (laughs) asshole that's very good it's got it's got like it's a fun like nice symmetrical competitive multiplayer thing but it's also got the appeal of wipeout which i think is something we haven't captured yet in most streams there's not like a physical injury catharsis component to, to most of the games out there today. I have that technology at my home right now. Because I was playing budget cuts and I tried so to good. Yeah, it's fucking great. And I tried to throw a knife, but there was a there was a closet door in the meat space that didn't exist in the VR zone. Uh-huh. And I, I hurt my hand very badly. I have a really fond memory of like the week you got your your Oculus for the first time you were playing that spy game where you're sitting in a car trying mm-hmm, to like mm-hmm. survive the situation and like we were trying to record vo of us talking through it while you played it and probably four to six times during it you just like oops slammed my i knocked over my microphone again oh i broke oh i broke my desk oh my chair is gone yeah i destroyed my chair my house is on fire jack dorsey yeah. come help me out <laughs> um i really like this idea too griffin i'm it's on pretty I'll, good. I'll be it's honest pretty they're good. neck and neck for me um I'll rapid fire one more. Uh, Here's one that I've been sitting on for a few days now from uh, Brandon Dannenhofer, Coinslaughter on Twitter. Uh, It's a photograph, kind of a blurry photograph of a sign posted on the wall uh, of a restaurant. It says, this Wendy's restaurant is, ellipses, G-rated. Employees and guests of all ages are welcome and promised a courteous and enjoyable experience. So what Brandon proposes is uh, whatever an R-rated Wendy's is like. Fuck burgers? Like, what do you want? Like, I, I don't know. Well, what are the hallmarks well, of an okay, R-rated movie? A, yeah. Nudity, violence, maybe the Baconator is like you a weapon. Just, if you, you can't just walk into a Wendy's and then there's some, like, penises and, and breasts. Can't you? Well, like, no, 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 no. You misunderstand me. Because that's not how an R-rated movie operates. So while you're watching an R-rated movie, while you're watching... Um, while you are watching... Um, Griffin, it's okay if you've never seen an R-rated movie. You can just... <laughs> Um, what's a good R-rated... I'm trying to think of, like, one that isn't... Like, you're just your average, boring-ass R-rated movie. You're watching Braveheart. And, like, there's probably... There's nudity and swearing and gore in Braveheart. But it's not like... It's not like while you're watching it, super imposed (laughs) over all of the acting that's happening. There's just, like, a penis and some breasts and, like, a a severed head and the word... word, (laughs) Fuck. 
like a like a Twitch stream overlay of just <laughs> yeah, R-rated materials. That's not materials how R-rated movies work, so it certainly can't be how this Wendy's works. Because while I'm eating my burger, I can't just be I can't be doing it at a dick shaped table. <laughs> Dave Thomas walks up to you while you're in your burger and just puts his mouth in your ear and goes fuck, and then See, walks away. That's fine. That works for me. What it wouldn't be okay is if there was a robotic Dave Thomas uh, standing by the desk who was shouting fuck every second and a half. Because that's, <laughs> okay. that's excessive. Right. And, like, there is an MPAA, right? And so there's there's movies that come out, and it's like, that doesn't, that's too much. Right. That's too wet, too wild for an R. The FDAA is going to come down on us pretty hard if we So an, if we an R-rated Wendy's would just be, yes, Dave Thomas comes by at some point. Pretty sure he passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, uh, like, comes by at some point, and it's just like, fuck. And fuck, if you do one, it's PG-13. Bye, folks. Right, there's um, two. And then... And now, is this at the beginning of the meal, the end of the meal? Like, how is it paced? Um, and I do want and I do want to revisit what you hinted at about an Anna... Like a sort of a robotronic Dave Thomas... Because that lets us explore kind of a horror, like, Five Nights at Freddy's situation. Five Nights at Dave's. Five Nights at Thomas. Hey, how come they didn't name the fucking restaurant Dave's? Or Dave's Place? Or Thomas's Spot? I don't know. I well, Wendy's is so iconic at this point. It's I'm looking back. I think they made absolutely the right call because Wendy more than Dave's place. Yeah, more than yeah, more than Dave's place. Come on down to Dave's place. We got surprisingly good chili. They really do. Although occasionally you do get a hunk of meat in your chili where it's kind of triagonal, and you're like, oh, that's clearly the corner of one of those classic yeah. square burgers. It's a little. I can see how this wound up in front of me. Boy, triagonal is a fun word. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, rest in peace, Dave Thomas. Do you like one idea more than the other between the? Um, How about this one from Brack X? I am Brack X, which is Boy and his Rob Thomas. Okay. From the Matchbox Twenty. Right, right, right. And you feed him jelly beans, and he transforms into ladders. And so you're talking them. about a game that is n- it's not a fifty-fifty split between uh, Matchbox Twenty canon and Boy and his Blob canon. This is Boy and his Blob with one change. Yeah, it's one of those, uh, it's a cost-efficient skin swap. Okay. Again, like, I, I think if we want to, it seems like modding on consoles is finally, finally starting to pop off this yeah. week. I think that there's a way that we can make this work, mm-hmm. but it's not, I don't want to dedicate And I don't want to use, the, the way forward we one was fine. I'm uh-huh. gonna, I really want that OG. The classic That one. OG shit. That shit that can be, like, ruined and beaten in, like, nine seconds. Mm. I love watching that speed run. You can, you can predates. Uh, you you can fuck up, boy, in his blob. Can you? You can. You have, was it on one of the uh, AGDQs or something? Yeah, yeah. You can look that up on YouTube. We're outside of the bit now, but like, go look up boy in his blob. It's speed worth run. watching because it's this? like they press like four buttons and all of a sudden like they fall through the ground and they're on the final screen. Instead. I like this idea, this way that our podcast is sort of becoming also like a really great YouTube video recommendation engine yeah, for sure. for our listeners. Got a lot of people into Crush last yeah, year, last week. A lot, a lot of, that's not how I'd put it. Um, but we did, a lot of people wound up watching the hydraulic press videos, and, so, and they were grateful about it. We're at another crossroads in this wild, angry, thirsty river. And we got the dueling game, mm-hmm. and we got invisible VR laser tag. I I know where my vote's going. The dueling thing is cool, but the it's thing, almost yeah. The dueling game would be tight as as hell. Maybe we do a nerd's box with this one, huh? One size lemonade, one size raspberry. I see what you're saying. Maybe oh, I, yeah. I guess I don't see why these because like a dueling game is fun the first 15 times. I do like the the idea of this wild west village that that uh, exists on a server. 
Um, but like the combat. See, in, Wild West. I'm not thinking Wild West. I'm no? thinking. Well, maybe it could be anything, right? Maybe you could be a Wild West person. Maybe your your silhouette would have to be exactly the same, right? That's just to, That's to just be balance. to be fair. Um, but maybe you're Wild West. Maybe you are Pilgrims. Probably like dueled all the fucking time. Doc. Yeah. Maybe you're um uh, you know in the in the 1700s times and a politician and you've been wronged and so you're that. Maybe you're like some sci-fi samurai. Mm-hmm. But with the exact silhouette of a cowboy. I like that because I feel like constraints really tend to breed creativity. And so, for example, I would be interested in having someone who has the exact silhouette of a cowboy but no hat. That's just what his head is shaped like. Do you okay. know what I mean? Yeah. And he's got kind of two gills uh, that he can excrete his uh, his sort of sweat and energy. This and is breath time from. splitters, and isn't it? <laughs> it's a little bit like time splitters. Um. Anyways, bet- between the two, I I'm loving this VR idea just because that I I think it's got real. real I'll, t- I'll tell you what, you're more excited about the game of it. I'm more excited about the um, spectatorship of it. Right. So maybe this is this is actually maybe this is perfect. The dueling game would be so good. And if nobody's making that game already, like I I'll pick up my Unity classes again and like get to work. I bet it's e- I bet it's easy. It's probably easy. They got like VR presets on that, right? Yeah. Um. But hidden hidden object laser <clears throat> tag. You know, it might just be because I've been playing a lot of Overwatch lately. But I almost wonder if the character who is hiding and placing objects if that shouldn't just be a class in this vr shooter almost like the spy in tf2 right where it's like this this character can't really their their whole role is about deception oh my god okay so there's it's set right i think it would be set i don't think you choose your class i think it's set so you have let's say three shooters a medic and a spotter and the spotter the medic is that's obvious um you the three shooters have to protect the medic and the spotter, but the spotter can make objects invisible, a set number of objects. It can't be all of them, yeah. right? To the enemy team, but they can also spot the hidden objects on their side and relay Ooh. that information to the people on their team. Now it's like a survivor reward challenge. Mm-hmm. But if they get got, that's like that's like it. If they get got, in fact, I think all the things they may disappear uh, show back up for the enemy team. So maybe you want to yeah. go after them. Maybe you want to go after the medic, though, because the medic is keeping the other team alive, but the spotter is going to make you literally, literally break, like, shatter your kneecap right. in real life. Does the medic have any way to heal teammates in real life? I think they'd have to be, be a doc, like a real doctor. And then so if we need to, to call timeout, they're, like, the closest person to the scene of the horrific accident. I'm really... The idea of, like, having to yell... At a team like don't do that don't 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 walk there there's a wall there don't do it like that's so stressful to me the idea of screaming to stop someone from getting injured like if you think team based competitive shooters are are high anxiety now when when your friend's bones, unbrokenness your of their nose the is on the line yeah. yeah um now fucking here's my part of the here's my here's where I come in. Yeah, I mean, I actually, just did, I actually just actually just did a lot on the design side, so I actually expect you to pick up a little bit of the, the slack on the the like turn this into the world's greatest and most lucrative esport side. Yeah, well, here's a, here's an easy one. I think for the for the viewer at home, uh, the the objects that there's like a semi transparent half opacity thing going on, so that they know at all times. I want the I want the viewer to have perfect information about the game. Mm. I think that's fair. I. I'm going to. I'm going to take Tom Bergeron just out, and become the new host of America's Funniest Home Videos. He's not it anymore, isn't it? It's Carlton. Yeah. So, 
just to be clear, is this like is this a new paragraph? Are we talking about the game anymore? Or are you just saying no, you're going to kill Tom Bergeron? I'm not going like, to how is I'm not going to kill Tom Bergeron. Uh, and I'm not going to kill the man who played Carlton in The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I'm I'm saying we just do a hostile takeover of America's funniest video. I guess it's, do they just call it AFV anymore. So I guess they just took I, the H out. I think they do. But yeah. that show is so in desperate need of a revival because right now they're just showing YouTube videos, yeah, like poorly paced YouTube videos that they added a dumb sound effect yeah, to to terrible. make it less sad. And I that's I'm all not gone. Into that. That's all gone. Uh, Tom, your show's fucking over, dog. It's mine yeah. now. And all it is, it's off TV. Fuck ABC. Fuck all that. Like we're getting off the air. We're getting onto a Twitch stream, and mm-hmm. it's just going to be this nonstop. And we're now, still gonna we're still gonna add sound effects. Like if somebody like shatters their ACL because they ran into a pyramid like going full boink. force that it's like and that's yeah. that's a funny b gonna hide the sounds of the the real life yeah it shouting it, and yelping and scream scream howls just like with with AFV classic which is what we're gonna refer to it from in the future like it it really will help sort of disguise a- the fact that what you're watching is tragic and a- horrific AFVR AFVR. Are we gonna are we gonna re-examine what AFV stands for though? Awesome fucking virtual virtual reality. reality. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. So I, let's talk briefly about like how this how this is presented to the viewer because I think uh, I, I'm sure you've seen some of the videos that like the fantastic contraption devs have done where they're streaming that mixed reality thing where yeah, they've yeah, like yeah. done a green screen to put the person in it for real. It's like uh, Nick Arcade, but not fucking terrible. Right, like it, it's making good on the vision of. So of I think I think it's mixed reality, but you can definitely see all of the the objects in the game that have a real world counterpart. Mm-hmm. Um, those show up as as normal in the the like combined display. But if there's an object that's been hidden by the enemy team, you see the real object in the real world, and maybe it's got like a red outline, so you know like yeah. oh he's getting really close to that red cube. Go go run 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 yes. Oh, there's definitely a component of kind of cheering to to see some just or maybe I mean, you're not just cheering. Like I, I'm thinking about it now. I fucking hate watching people get hurt. Like it astonishes. Okay, well it, you're off the team. Like why? <laughs> No, no, no! Listen, hear me out. Hear me out. I, I like. I'll get on Facebook someday, and it's like, do you want to see a? Do you want to see a gorilla get shot to death? No, no, no! I super duper don't. I super duper duper don't. What if? What if Live Leak had funny sound effects? Have you considered still that? Still no. Still no. Still no. My what I'm saying is I would still watch this, but for me it wouldn't be like hit that red cube. It would be like oh, don't hit that red cube. Mm-hmm. Oh God! Oh please stay away from the red cube. I just want to see some good laser tag happening. I don't want to see anybody hurt themselves. But I'm still tuned in, aren't I? Yeah, I think on some level, at you a little bit might. Maybe we get like sort of a Hunger Games sponsorship thing where I can pay ten dollars and then my mic activates and I can be like, "There's a cube in front of you," and it picks it up through my laptop mic and they can hear it. I like that. And then you've kind of got that that Dark Souls level of like, can they trust the voices Holy that they're hearing? Because there are yes. there are some anti Griffins out there who are absolutely going to lead people <laughs> off of a cliff. Hey, there is no cube in front of you. Just run full force. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the Dark Souls things would would be less effective if you could really hear the shitty tone of voice that the people who are like, hey, jump off here. There's a really special sword for you. <laughs> like if you could hear that, it would maybe not be as convincing. <laughs> And, um, then, and then you'd have a lot of, like, amazing chest ahead. Oh, yuck. On that note, um, I and, and this is going to be a little try, controversial. Try tongue, butthole. <laughs> <laughs> um, How rich. Is there any 
we focused a lot on the real world pain and the hiding the objects. Like, is the shooting going to be, is like the laser tag part of it going to be any good? The shooting is going to be extremely good. Yes. So did you ever own laser tag stuff growing up? Yeah, it was, it was poor. It was not a good product. So there was one product that was actually very good. I felt like, and it was like, I think it was just called L A S E R with the, it was like an acronym tag. And then like the guns were gray and kind of rounded and they had like blue stripes and like little red sights on them. Um, and then the vest was like a gray vest with the same like blue and it had two red. It looked like a bicycle light reflectors. Okay. Um, laser challenge, I think is what it was called. Mm-hmm. Um, so these guns were tight. So what was cool about it is this one actually like worked. So we'd have fun playing laser tag with my friends. But oh, then they came I out with like all kinds of. Had this. Yeah. They came out with all kinds of like sick accessories like Bart, which was a little drone that you could like play laser tag with you could like hide it around the house and like shoot it and do target practice and stuff like that but then Uh they made uh, a bazooka like a bazooka that would do like an area attack and it had like a mortar mode and a bazooka mode so like maybe you have different laser tag abilities and those are hidden around the map and but they're hidden in the real world too but maybe you could like put an invisible one you put one and make it look like it's like right on the floor and then somebody runs up to, to grab the rocket launcher real quick but oops there's a pyramid I'm, there i'm loving idiot. this i'm loving that there there's like a almost like a mario maker or like uh that game the chicken chicken horse or whatever yeah yeah situation where like there's almost an element of, of stage building i think maybe we we talk about expanding the tools at the team's disposal maybe the the map is divided in half down the middle yeah and there's like a sort of a big like a wall like a chauffeur thing between it where you can't see what the other team is doing until the match begins yeah driver roll down driver roll down that partition please oh my god all the pyramids are gone holy shit where are all the pyramids we're gonna oh, find my, i'm gonna my find my very good pyra- friend ryan just broke his knees yeah i'm gonna find all those pyramids with my ankles first and then it's going to be terrible. Also, the saboteur, which is what we're going to call that class now, can mm-hmm. make themselves turn invisible for a short amount of time. Oh, this is so good. This is fucking money it's... in the bank. And the weapons can only be used by the gunner classes. Yes, oh, perfect. Oh, God, it just, it's but, so good. But the other characters could, like, for example, pick up a weapon and bring it to their friend or throw it to their friend because they're both in the arena together in real life, right? Yeah, but then in midair, the other enemy saboteur makes the gun turn invisible so you hit your friend Brian yeah, in the you're... fucking face with a bazooka. <laughs> such a good idea oh i love it there's gonna have to be the most robust i think more than 60 percent of our development budget is going to be going into waivers and just lawyering up maybe there's maybe there's like football pads there's pat there's padding that you wear in real life that'll protect you a little bit yeah but that's better than not at all i guess so you're just wearing a full-on footballer's suit this is I'm i really want this is one of the episodes i'm gonna walk away from just being like i i really really want that to exist do we, we get in touch with the Rift dude? Because I'm sure he's on some cool stuff right now. Um, I'm going to email he's Palmer gotta be, he's at Facebook.com yeah. and just be like, hey, dude, Whoever we have that, something for you. I, I didn't read the, that article yet, but that dude's got to be like some Richard Garriott, like self-made millionaire. So I'm going to own a virtual reality laser tag castle, right? Right. He must have a his own private... Ver- like, if the tech that's out in the public right now is this good, what does Palmer have in his private supply that we don't know about? Uh, we're going to get an email like, how did you find out? It's me, Palmer. This is what my voice really sounds like. <laughs> um, Do we just call it? I think we, I think, it, what's it? It's yeah. AF, AFVR. 
We got the we, we have the distribution platform. We have several monetization cha- mm-hmm. channels. We have a full design for the game. We have the title. We have every. We got everything. How do we market it? Because are we going to have multiple I, locations? I think so. Well, I think we'll start out with like you know New York City and Los Angeles. And I think what's fun about this is that unlike virtually every other video game that exists today. We're, there's not going to be a forced esports component. This game, I think, in a lot of ways, markets itself. It's probably the most watchable esport ever envisioned. I just, I can't imagine this word of mouth. I think is going to carry us pretty far. With I this. have an alternate idea. Huh. Um, the Dallas Cowboys is a football team, mm-hmm. and they uh, very recently had a hostile takeover of their own of just a, a city in in uh, just outside of Dallas in Texas. Are you saying the Dallas Cowboys? initiated a sport and martial law and they took yeah. over the city themselves and this city it's where i went for uh wrestlemania this year this city is where a stadium the city is a stadium you come here to watch football this is football city and it's it's sunday night and it's time to fucking party in football city i think we do this and then not in la not in new york and we do it someplace where we can get very cheap land, and then people will come to us. And it's like the American flock. Ninja Warrior. People will come to us. And the city I've chosen is Lebanon, Kansas, because it is uh, pretty much the perfect exact middle of America. Like, you're saying geographically, geographically on an X and Y middle. axis, it is right, right smack in the middle. Lebanon, Texas, we take it over. I don't know what the fuck's in there right now. Probably some schools and some shit. But we get rid of all that, and we build this. We call it, what do we call it? the dome some sort of dome oh, oh i'm glad it. we both said that yeah it's absolutely a dome um and then people will come to lebanon and then, like lebanon will pay for this game now because Le- like the tourism's going to oh the, be the lebanon tourism board yeah will take us on i do like that i like making it a destination event i also think like in addition to this being streamed online i think there's gonna obviously be you can buy tickets to this you can like watch the arena from above yes watch absolutely this and then down. you get that real life like real crowd feedback of people being like, "Oh God, the pyramid yeah. is coming!" Yeah. Oh, there's and they can just sort of faintly hear it. I also like the idea we, in addition to miking up the announcers and the players, we should also just mic their shins so that every time they <laughs> they just collide with like a waist high wall and flip over it, you really get that crunch. This is the best fucking I, idea we've ever had. I don't know how we're gonna end this episode because this it feels like a bottomless font of like. Yeah, maybe we. I'm. Uh, we end this episode by keep your recording going because I don't want us to accidentally export this and end up on the web before I can go to the trademark register. Literally, I was going to ask you like this episode comes out in two days. How long does it take to to copyright something? I think if you just put it in an envelope and like bury it in your yard and write like the date on it, you're good. Mm-hmm. Right. Because like in court, they'll like look at the sticky part of the envelope and be like, "Yeah, this is this hasn't been unstuck. This is good. This is money oh, in the bank." Okay, I think I did it wrong. What did you? Because what I what I did was I put it in a in a box and then I th- I threw it over the fence of the White House because I was like that way they the yeah the government knows know. that they they have my idea, but they didn't seem super psyched about it. And so now I'm wondering if maybe I should have just done it your way. Um, I mean the way you did it is arguably the worst because like the contents of that box are going to be like on every news station and then like richard garriott's going to see it and be like oh, oh there it is there's that shit i've been looking fucking, for for so long fucking richard 
Got me I mean, again. I honestly think Rich, uh, and I call him Rich, I think his house would not be a bad template for how we do this. Because he's got all the, does, is he's the guy with like, he's got secret doorways and like you yank the book on the bookshelf. This would be better for like a more fantasy themed virtual game, I think. I know like what the players are seeing inside would be, um, you know, whatever the fuck we want to show them. Mm-hmm. Um, but 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 I, I think maybe we save that for like escape from Richard Garriott's dungeon, a VR experience, a VR, also, a VR experience with real world ramifications. Yeah, I like that as like a single player thing, too. Like we could this doesn't just have to be a multiplayer thing. I think there's room for a show that's like a, almost like a Legends of the Hidden Temple yeah. style thing where you're watching one person try to navigate this and there's like puzzles. to yeah, it. There's like sure. it's beatable. It's yeah. solvable. Oh um, man, God! This is so. This is a franchise. This can go. This could really go places. I love it. Um, thank you all for listening to Cool Games Inc. Just keep your mouth shut, I guess. Yeah, do not tell anyone about this idea. It's going to take us a couple of weeks to really lock this up as our own thing. We're going to have to get the I'm, domain. I'm, I'm on kayak.com right now, like getting a ticket to Lebanon, like going kicking in the mayor's door, like listen up, this town's mine now. All right. You ever? Gonna... Hey, do you ever watch America's Home Funniest Videos? Which is apparently what it's called. <laughs> I'm here to save your town. Our town's doing quite well, actually. Not anymore. Not anymore. I just just steamrolled both the schools. There's no more schools. Guess all the kids are gone, or we'll train them to become the next generation of Ultimate AFVR players. I love that. So good. Um, Thanks for sending in all your suggestions. Um, Nick and I have been talking about maybe coming up with a new way of getting those suggestions sent in to Mm -hmm. us, uh, because it is... We love the suggestions, and seriously, thank you all for listening and for uh, supporting the show with your suggestions. It's a non-starter. Like we spent like I spent like an hour today going through yeah. going through a pile of suggestions that were coming in faster than I could read them, and faster than any human, faster than yeah, both of us combined. Yeah, it is. Read it's them. like it, it, when I when I used to say that it was like a joke, like oh man, I can't even keep up. Now it's like it's they're coming in much faster than i can read i'm them. worried that like some of the best ones are maybe getting like we we don't even get to see it, all of them right now so maybe email is the the way to go we'll have an answer on that pretty soon but for real it's a it's an amazing problem to have yeah, sure. and i'm super grateful that like this is where we're at at this point that like we have too many people sit, like wanting to contribute yeah that's awesome um anyway thanks for listening tell tell a friend but keep your mouth shut and um if you leave us a review on itunes that's cool if not whatever what else? No sweat off my nose. Uh, and until next time, uh, I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. No problem. Fun. <laughs>